for a minute. <laughs> yeah, y'all thought. Yeah, I know what you thought. I want to talk with you this morning. I just want to take a few minutes about and giving you a Living Word Fellowship financial recap. Can you do that? <clears throat> Stay with me up there. We're going to go through this thing. What we've passed out to you is some of the information that I want you to be able to, to be aware of so we can begin to look at some things. Because a lot of times people say, you know, what, what do you all do? Because how many of you realize that, you know, ministers work more than just on Sunday and Wednesday? Well, I know what you do. You only work two days a week. You ought to have it pretty made. You know, you come in here on Sunday and you preach, and Wednesday you preach, and the rest of the week, I don't know what they think we do. Just kind of float around on clouds or something. I don't know. But I want us to take a look at this. I want to share with you some expenses. So let's take a look at this real quick. We spent $10,402.79 on building, repair, and maintenance. Building, repair, and maintenance is such a thing as, you know, when the air conditioner breaks down, if we've, we need power and outlets, we've spent a lot of money on the electrical, moving some things, and also getting prepared um, to be able to, to project in the, in the fellowship hall as well as the youth room. Um, the insurance, let's take a look at this insurance. The insurance is $6,355.24. That's insurance. I know some people say, man, that's a lot of, that's a lot of money for insurance. Well, insuring this building and the things that we do and the outreaches that we have is not cheap. We've, let's look at the Kingdom House. The Kingdom House we've spent so far this year in 2006, $17,692.61. $17,692.61. The Kingdom House is progressing. The apartment is, is um, about $10,000 away from being finished to where we can begin to start putting somebody in that, and it's going to be great. I mean, we, they've stripped that thing out, and we've just totally redone the garage apartment. If you, if you don't know, it's this house in the the very corner back here um, that sits next to the uh, to next to the uh, storage buildings that there's a house in the front and then the very back is the garage apartment and that's what we're doing we're refurbishing that those of you are wanting to know what the kingdom house is it's going to be a home for single mothers mothers with children we're going to be able to put three uh, mothers in there with children there's going to be one in the garage apartment one there's an upstairs area in the house that's like an efficiency apartment one will be able to stay there and then the downstairs will have one and there's three rooms there and there'll be some community washer and dryers i think in the garage apartment we're going to put a washer and dryer in there a stackable one so it's going to be really great when we get that when we do that we're going to be able to have a, a you know we'll, when we finish and complete the entire thing we're going to have a grand opening for you let's take a look at some other expenses office expenses eighteen thousand three fifteen thirty nine we've been able to update some computers and some of you when we update the computers we just give away the the other computers we got so if you don't have a computer and you're beginning to believe god for it just wait you know there's going to be some things that are going to come forth and, uh, and we'll be able to give away some of those that office equipment that we've got. Supplies are $12,805.90. That's supplies to help keep this place cleaned up. You know, and some of you look at that and say, man, that's, that's, that's what I made last year. Well, that's what we've spent in supplies. Look at the utility bills. The utilities are 23174 23,000. So we're asking all the teachers. We had a meeting and said, look, would you just make sure that the, you know, the heat and the lights and everything are kind of turned off? You know, let's just try to save a little here and a little there because it all adds up. We want to be good stewards of what God has entrusted us with. 
Now let's look at this one. This is the big one. The building payment is $88,281.85. That's $88,000 for this building payment. My question to you is when we will get to the point when this building is paid off and then that $88,000 will be able to go for something else. Amen? It'll be go for what I think is things that's really important. Not that, you know, we appreciate the building. We're thankful for it. And God has definitely allowed us to be able to be good stewards of it. So let's, and, and let's take another look at the financial recap. The building payment, just for those of you, next slide. The, oh, the total, yeah, 177028 That's $177,028.28. The building payment itself is $7,356.83 a month. And the great thing about it is, as we're, we're able to meet that, and we've not missed a single payment, we've been ahead on payments. So let's give the Lord some praise for that. Amen? When uh, we stepped out, and, and, and I, I, you know, when you operate in a gift, a lot of times people don't realize when, when, you, when you're in it and you're operating, it, it, operating in it, people don't, you don't realize that you're operating in it. You know, you can operate in the gift of healing and, you know, you lay hands on people and they get healed and, you know, and you just think everybody operates that way, right? So, you know, I guess somebody told me, said, you know, you, you moved out and, and we had an advisory team when we moved out into this building and, and we stepped out and they said, you know what, financially it wasn't there, was it? Some of the guys that, that were involved in that, they, they're like, yeah, it wasn't there. And, but we knew we had a word from the Lord. And how many of you know a word from the Lord will have you walking on water? Amen? When Jesus told Peter, he said, come. Well, you know, what was he going to tell him? When Peter said, hey, if it's you, if it's you, Lord, tell me to come. What was Jesus going to say? Uh, Pete, there's water here. You know, you, you can't walk on water, you know. I mean, Jesus just said, well, it's me, come. So Peter stepped out of the boat. So I'm just really thankful for that. Let's take a look at what we've paid principal-wise. In 2006, we paid 30923 and a penny. The amount of the payoff in this building is $962,002.37. Now listen, if there's anybody here today that wants to write a check for $962,0237, please go right ahead. We'll just pay this building right off. Amen? So, you know, hey, you know, you never know until you ask. So if the Lord moves on your heart and that's you and you want to put a million dollars into this thing, let's do it. When we, when we secured this building and purchased it, the, the building valued at over one million and three quarters. And that was almost three years ago. And land price has gone up since then. So I, I would imagine I had some people that wanted, to, wanted this building and I told them it'd be three million dollars for them to get it. Because we're not going to move somewhere else. Come on and have to go through a building process and go through all that stuff without having it paid for. Amen? So we're just going to stay right here and be consistent with what God wants to do. So anyways, anybody have that check ready yet? Let's take a look at a little bit more financial recap of 2006. What have we done? 2 Corinthians chapter 9, I ask you to turn there. Let's look at verse 10. It says, He who supplies seed to the sower... And bread for food will supply and multiply. Say that. Supply and multiply. Say it again. Supply and multiply. One more time. Supply and multiply. He's going to supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. So what God is doing is he is supplying and multiplying our seed not to eat it, but to sow it. 
a farmer sows seed. He puts it in the ground. How many of you, how many of you are, have been farmers in here? Anybody? Anybody put a seed in some, in some soil, okay? And, and what happened? Did one, did one ear of corn come up? Or did a stalk come up and then many ears on that stalk? You see what I'm getting at? There was a multiplication of that. So God is, is bringing forth seed into a sower. Turn to your neighbor and say, I think you're a sower. Turn to your other neighbor and say, I think you're a sower. Well, I, I haven't sown anything yet. Well, now is the time to sow something and receive a harvest on it. So when we begin to look at this, I want us to really understand what, we, what, we're, what we've sown in. Let's take a look at the next slide. It's the benevolence. We have given or sown $3,575.99 in benevolence. Now, what is that benevolence? Benevolence can help people with gas. They can help people with their utility bills, rent. It can, we, we help people with... Um, I mean, we've helped people travel from here to, to Alaska or whatever it might be, but that's what we've sown there. Now, uh, the next one is missions. Say missions. And now let's take a look at this. We have, you have, you, yourself, have been part of this. We have sown $112,033.10 in missions, and let's give the Lord a mighty hand of praise for that. Amen? Whew. It's a total of $115,609.09. Some of the ministries that we wanted you to see that we support are on the other side of that, of that piece of paper. So I want us to understand and realize. One of them I want, I want to point out is um, the Oklahoma Apostolic Prayer Network. We sow quite a bit. It's a war chest that we are contributing to there. And, and if I went back to Oklahoma Apostolic Prayer Network and said, give me a list of the ministries that you've sown in, I mean, it would be as long as my arm. Because we have, we have helped build a, a um, church in, in the Sioux Indian Nation in North and South Dakota. We helped we, as in you, turn to your neighbor and say, he's talking about you. You know, you, you helped sow and build the foundation of the church that was put in the Sioux Indian Reservation. And I'm telling you, it's going to be a great thing, and we're going to see a great harvest come off of that. So I just, I, I, was, I was blown away. I was blown away when I looked at these figures, because it's not something that I look at every month. I know I probably should, but, but I don't. Tatum probably sees it more than I do, but I began to look at this, and I thought, my word. I looked back, and some of you may remember from last year. I looked back on last year's, and you know what was sown last year? 58,000. So we have almost doubled what we've done in missions around the world. Amen? And as well as North Carolina, I mean North Carolina, as well as Oklahoma. So, well, maybe the Lord's trying to tell me I need to sow something into North Carolina. I don't know. So I, I, I just... I just, I just, I'm just overwhelmed. I began to look at this, and I, I thought, it's amazing. And then that's great what we've done financially. Let's take a look at what we've done physically. Let's take a look at what we did in 2006. I'm going to go over these pretty quick, so stay with me. We went on a men's ski trip. Some of us were able to go on, and you might think, well, that's, that's not a big deal. But you know what? There was 11 of us that really, we, we sought the Lord, and there were times of prayer and devotion and we got to know a little bit more about some issues that were going on in men's lives, and it was, it was really awesome. 
We, we were part of High Plains Outreach Center Ethnic Food Fair. And I, I want to thank Jessica for she was, in, she was involved in that yesterday here in 2007. The prophetic teams ministered at the 8th Annual Apostolic Prophetic Conference in Oklahoma City. We are developing teams, and then we were able to go down and minister prophetically. The deliverance team ministered in two conferences in 2006. A team went to IHOP, which is called not... not It's International House of Prayer. We did send some teams to the International House of Pancakes too, amen? But we sent a team to the International House of Prayer for children's conference, for training and developing. And uh, <laughs> that's Mike Bickle's ministry. That's, uh, it's, in, it's in Kansas City. <laughs> Month, we've had monthly men, men's meeting and ladies' meetings. We had two concerned persons groups that started up. We started the Living Word Fellowship Ministry Training Center that began last October, and that's about the classes that we're having you start up here now. We are moving into a training center. A training center will be established to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. That's where we're going. I just want you to understand that. The SWAT Vacation Bible School, we, we, were, we, we were able to be part of. What else did we do in 2006? 22, um, let her catch up with me. 22 went to Kamikaze Youth Camp in Wilburton, Oklahoma. We held the first Praise Revolution Dance Clinic. Let's give the Lord praise for the dance clinic that was held for the first time. I was, I was really, I'm really pumped about that. 27 went to Children's Camp and the uh, Camp Dry Gulch. Living Word Fellowship Family Fun Day at Fort Supply. How many of you had a blast at that thing? We just had it. There's a time you guys got to go have some fun, amen? I mean, we set up that big old water thing, and them kids had a blast. And I was thinking, man, I wish I didn't weigh 199 pounds. I, I was thinking, man, I want to slide down that thing. But my, Shelly kind of helps me. She said, no, you don't go up there. You'll break that for the kids. So we had, a, we had a wonderful time at that Fort Supply Lake. We had really had a blast. The Y-10 went to acquire the fire in Tulsa. The Y-10 went to the Revolution Conference in Noble. We, we helped host fan, excuse me, the Foundation of Families on Monday nights, and many of you have been part of that. We held two fifth quarters at Living Word Fellowship here and also the skate park. We were able to hold fifth quarters. That is a, an extended place after the football games in the high school, a place for them to go that has got a clean environment. So we were able to hold two of those this past year. Anybody tired yet? We rallied around the children, the Go Band. The Go means God-oriented. The Go Band performed there or, or, or was able to minister there. Let's look at what else we did. I want to... I want to look at, um, at, we served breakfast for the Woodward High School football team. It was on, in a morning. I mean, they, the whole team came in, and, and we just fed them, and, uh, and I was really excited because they won the game that week. I was like, they might want to come back for breakfast next week, amen? We, we held Halloween outreach. We helped out with the skate park. It was an, a Halloween alternative that we had. This year it's going to be really designed a little bit different. God taught us some things through that last year. We're really excited about that. One of the next things we did is we had the first love explosion, marriage conference. Say love explosion. Yeah, it just, ooh, the name just gets you, don't it? 
It's good. The Y10 participated in the live nativity at the Crystal Christmas. We took a team of, to Riverside Indian School for the Christmas gift distribution. And I don't remember the amount, but this year was the largest year that we personally had bought Christmas gifts. I believe it was over 70 children that we individually bought gifts for and the year before it was 46 i think was the number of that we also took a delegation down there there was 46 people we we rented the boomer bus and they drove it down there and there was 46 of us if you went why don't you just stand up a moment if you were able to go to that why don't you just stand up i mean was that not an awesome night i mean to see Praise the Lord. Let's give the Lord some praise for you guys, and I appreciate that. It was an awesome night. There was 46 of us. You can be seated. There was 46 of us that went down there, and we were able to. I mean, I've got a list that I didn't bring with me that I want to I'll pass out, and it was what the kids were saying. Some of the things, they wrote letters back, and they said, you know what, I met some great people, and they were really nice to me, you know. And, and it doesn't matter the color of their skin, but they were really nice to me. And we received Christmas gifts, and it was a, it was a wonderful blessing. They had not received gifts before. And I just, I'm excited about that. We also adopted the Arapaho dorm, okay, down there. This, this Native American school has got... Uh, right now, around over 700 students. It's a federal school in Anadarko. And these kids come from, from 20 states and 80 tribes. I mean, we saw all the, uh, we saw all the different the different tribes that were there, and they were infiltrated in, 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 in different tribes, and you could see them all. And these kids, you could see, I want to say you could see uh, just a, a spirit of, I want to say poverty, but it was guilt. It was shame. They didn't have honor in their eyes. And it was just really nice to be able to, to, be, able to be there and, and minister to them. So we were excited about that. Let me get back to this. Um, we had a great ladies' banquet. One of the largest ladies' banquet that... One of the largest ladies' banquet that we've had. In fact, it, it was wonderful. And I, I know the ladies were blessed by it, and it was really great. We also gave away 250 complete meals for Christmas. So we blessed 250 families with the complete ham and, and pie and Cool Whip. I've got to make sure that Cool Whip gets in there because they're like, what about that Cool Whip? You've got to have Cool Whip. I've got to have Cool Whip with my pie. Anybody else like Cool Whip? Say amen. We're fasting and everything, Pastor, and I wish you'd get off the subject of food. Amen. And then the children's Christmas program. The children's Christmas program was the largest attended children's Christmas program. It was wonderful. Let's give the Lord some praise for that. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, there's more. Turn to your other neighbor and say, there's more. You know, I know, I know some of you are thinking, man, we did all that. We have a tendency to forget. We could do something and, and for the Lord and then go back and a month later just totally forget about it. One of the things that, that I know that, and, and I want to bless, bless Shorty because he took this on. We had a, a, a lady that was having some difficulty getting in and out of her house and she now was in a wheelchair. And through, through Families Helping Families Ministry, um, they made a phone call to us about, you know, can we help? And it was a doctor in town. And I called up Shorty because he was in Homa with us, and I said, look, can you head this up? And we needed to build a small wheelchair ramp for her. 
And Shorty, I think, and Everett went to go do that. And I want to thank you for that because we all get part of that. So let's just thank these guys for that. It was a wonderful job. And I want to, I, I want to, I know I thanked you personally, but, you know, when they call up and they, you know, they say, you know, the, that she was crying and, and we really appreciate what you guys have done. Here's the thing that's sad was that that woman had called six other churches, I believe, in town. And nobody returned a phone call to her. Not only did we return the phone call to her, but we blessed the lady with a wheelchair ramp. Now, I, I want us not to forget about this next thing. Take, take a look at this. I want us to take a look at missions. We had some mission outreach, two major ones. Number one was in Houma, Louisiana. I mean, we went on a missions trip. There was, there was some of us from, from the 9th to the 15th that went on a home missions trip. We went down to the Houma Nation. We took... We took five semis full, tractor trailers of furniture, household good, building materials and appliances. We repaired five houses. We put new roofs on ten houses. And we delivered over $250,000 worth of supplies. And the home of nation was there. And yeah, let's give the Lord some praise for that. If you haven't seen this, this is a photo journal of, of the different days. We didn't go around, we didn't go down there and mess around. <laughs> I mean, we worked, and we worked hard. We even went to Crocodile Alley. Crocodile Alley. The, we, the group that I had, I was over the construction crew, and, and Shorty was part of that, and Wayne was part of that, and Ruby was part of that, and there was probably, we gained momentum because our crew grew, <laughs> which was great. And we were down there, and they said, I want to see an alligator. How many of you have never seen an alligator? Anybody? They said, I want to see an alligator. And that was a legitimate thing. So we drove up and down some of the bayous down there and tried to see it. Well, this one lady, when I went into her home, I, we, were, we were talking to her about fixing some things that she had. And, and we got talking to her son-in-law. And he said, you want to see some alligators? He says, yeah. He said, you can go to Crocodile Alley. And we said, where's that? So he gave us direction. Are y'all okay with this? Okay. He gave us direction on how to go there. All right? So you know, guys, we, we, we finished up the work that day, and it was probably 5.30 or 6. We had worked really hard, and, and I said, look, we're going to go down and see if we can see some crocodiles because all the ladies that were with us were wanting to go see these crocodiles. So we took our couple trucks down there, and, and we drive down this crocodile alley, and we pull, and there's, there's, we don't see really anything. And then, wait a minute, the girls were in front of us, and they turned around, and they started driving back and said, well, we, we didn't really see anything. Well, you know, guys aren't going to settle for that. Yeah, so we get out, we start throwing stuff in the water. You know, and there's an alligator, and then there's another one, and they pop up, and we're like, oh, there's some more. Let's get some baloney. Let's throw some food out there. You know, we're standing on the edge messing around with these crocodiles. And I called the girls back. I said, hey, don't leave, don't leave. We got them. They're up here. And, I mean, it was really, well, neat. I know. <laughs> we're guys. We do stuff like that. But it was really neat. So we're all out there, and some of us, some of them got sticks, and we're just, you know, trying to get him to come out of the water and see if he grabbed the stick. And you know, we were, and there was, who was it? It was Skyler and and Matt. Skyler and Matt were on the edge of the water, and we had kind of, we didn't have them riled up, but you know, we were safe. We we were safe. Turn to your neighbor and say they were safe. It's not a problem. The angel of the Lord's were, 
And I ran up. Was it Matt? Wasn't it Matt? Matt was on the edge of the deal, and he was doing this, and I ran up and went, and grabbed him, and he was like... (laughs) But when I grabbed him, I was worried about him falling forward, so I grabbed him, and I pulled him backwards, you know. But we went to Crocodile Alley, and it was just... It was a wonderful time. We had to blow off some steam. But we, I mean, we saw a lot of crocodiles, and it was amazing, you know, what was down there. And it was like, these people live with these things, you know. We got a few mosquitoes here and there and some, some of those um, possums and stuff, but they had crocodiles down there. But it was a great thing. One of the things that we saw was the American Red Cross came when we were near the end of our distribution. And the woman that represented the Red Cross from the federal level was weeping. And said, we couldn't do this. The church came in and impacted that area for God. Let's give the Lord some praise for that. Amen. It was, I mean, they, and then they went back. They took two more semis back. We got two more, we, I say, Mission Native America that we're part of. We got two more semis. Actually, the government released two truckloads of furniture and allowed us to take it down there. And there was some, some different groups that went down there for the distribution there. Let's look at the next outreach we had. Remember the Champions Forever community outreach? We held assemblies in seven schools, which I, to me, that was, that was an amazing feat in among itself that we were able to open up the door. God opened up the door for us to be able to hold assemblies in seven schools. And on that Saturday night, many of you were part of that. On that Saturday night, we had over 200 decisions for Christ. So let's give the Lord some praise for that. Amen. I was, uh, I was blown away. And Bruce and, and Diane, they, they were wonderful people. They're wonderful people. And they're going to be back again. So turn to your neighbor and say, that's not all. There's more. Let's take a look at a spiritual recap. Let's just look at some things spiritually because, you know, we do some natural things and let's take a look at some spiritual recap. We had numerous salvations and rededications. We had many people filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. We had lives being changed and transformed by the power of God. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's talking about you. Turn to your other neighbor and say, he's talking about you. You know, because your life is being changed and transformed in the power of God. We had 59 baptized by water. We had 11 baby dedications. We had 13 new families that came to be part of Living Word Fellowship Church. And we had over 200 decisions at the Family Night of Champions. But that's not all. Say, that's not all. Let's look at a little bit more on a spiritual recap because I want us to begin to see that we are a house of prayer. Living Word Fellowship is a house of prayer. We have Oklahoma Apostolic Prayer Network weekly prayer meetings at Wednesday, and that starts at noon. We have prayer on, you can come and pray on Sunday and Wednesday before each gathering. We, last year we had 21 days of prayer and fasting. We had an all-night prayer on 666. Do you remember that? We had an all-night prayer on 666, and we just foiled the plans of the enemy. Amen? We had, a, we had 40 days of prayer and fasting in September. And I believe that was, that was part of what led to those decisions that were made that night in the outreach at the Family Night of Champions. We held prayer. Many of you were part of that. We held prayer at the polling sites for the election. And we also had a New Year's Eve prayer night where we ended up having prayer from 11 to 1. And Paula Cooper, Paula's in the back. Paula headed that up, and we just praise God for that. So let's give the Lord some prayer, praise on that. Amen? Well... I don't know, are you tired yet? You sure did a whole lot last year. 
Let's take a look at where we are on winning the war on debt. We're winning the war on debt. I'm, t- I'm telling you, we are winning the war on debt. We are winning the war on debt. Amen? Romans 13.8 says to, to, to owe nothing to anyone except to love one another. And that's where we're heading. That's what we're wanting to do. In 2006, we paid off $207,900 of personal debt that was demolished in 2006. I don't know, but that just gave me goosebumps. I'm like, praise the Lord. I was excited about it. I mean, we prayed off credit card companies. We prayed off finance companies. We, you know, we, we pay, paid off medical bills. We paid off legal bills. Come on, them legal bills, they, they, them things add up too, don't they? We, we paid off personal loans. We paid off student loans. There were student loans that were paid off. And we paid off autos. And there were some, listen, even paid off their homes. Let's give the Lord some praise for that. And turn to your neighbor and say, I think you're next. Thank you're next. I mean, we want to get there. We want to get to where we're next. I'm, I'm just really excited about what God is doing. So the next slide, I just want to tell you, 2006 has been a tremendous year for us. And we want to thank you for being part of Living Word Fellowship. We want to thank you for being part of what you have done. We couldn't do this by ourselves. We could not do this by ourselves at all. We, there is no way that one person... Even one family could do what you guys have done. And I, on behalf of Shelly and I and Pastor Virginia and Pastor Jerry, we want to thank you. On behalf of the leaders, we couldn't do it without you. You guys have a tremendous gift in giving. And it's been very evident with that. You guys have been willing to sow your time. You've been willing to sow your talents. You've been willing to sow all your substance. And I am just overwhelmed by what you guys have done. I wanted to share this information with you. I wanted you to look at it because I want you to see where we're headed in the future. We've got, some, we got a ways to go, but God is just so opening the door for us to be able to minister in new ways. 2007, you know, I began to start thinking about some things, and it just kind of blew my mind. I was like, whoa, man, I better back off on 2007. I just know that the vision is there, and as we continue to move forward, we need you to be part of it. And we're excited about what God is doing in your lives. I, there, was, there was one time where the Lord was showing me some things. And I was, I was praying and I said, Lord, how many of you know sometimes if we're not reaching one person, sometimes as leaders we can get caught up with that one person? Oh, I'm going to use you as an example, brother. I'm like, Wayne, God, why doesn't Wayne get it? How come he can't get it, God? Let me, I just keep praying for Wayne and lifting Wayne up. And, and Wayne decides he's going to quit, leave the church, and I don't know, just not go to church no more, not be part of what God's doing here at Living Word Fellowship. And it hurts my heart. And then God said, you know what? I want you to focus on those that are. I want you to focus on those that are holding hands with you and arms with you that are locking arms and that are going to battle with you. And I know that 2007 is going to be a year of war. It's going to be war. We're not going to step out and try to impact the youth in this community for Christ without, it, without the enemy saying, hey, wait a minute, I don't think you're going to do that. And I know that even through this time of prayer and fasting, you've experienced it. Haven't you experienced it? 
I'm not giving the devil glory here, but I'm saying we're in the middle of warfare. But how many of you know, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. And the Lord is my provider. He is my shelter. He is my confidant. He is my king. He is everything to me. And I know that as we move forward in this upcoming year of 2007, that God is shaking some stuff. I could, we could, I, I, I could have not shared this with you today. You could have gone home and said, man, it was a wonderful day in the Lord. I mean, the, the, the praise and worship is awesome. The, the prophetic words are awesome. You know what? You got to get it and do something with it. And Ricky hit on that. He hit on that Proverbs that says, out of, out of, out of the, the issues of life are inside you. And they flow. I think the New American Standard says it's the wellsprings of life. It's the issues of life that flows out of you. And you know what? We want, we want goodness, kindness, gentleness. I began to start thinking this morning. I said, Lord, you know, I can, I can share this. And he said, I want you to have one word that I want you to get a hold of this year. And it was this morning when I was in prayer. And I said, Lord, what would it be? And he said, attitude. Say attitude. Say it again. One more time. Attitude. There are so many things that can be accomplished with an attitude. A positive attitude, not a bad attitude. When things aren't good in your life, you can turn and say, you know what? I want to have a good attitude. Things may look black. It may look bleak, what Jeff was singing about. But you can have a good attitude. You can say, you know what? I'm going to walk over this thing. I'm going to get by this thing. I'm going to get through this thing. And no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And you know, although you may see it and although it may look difficult, I want you to know today that God wants you to have a great attitude. Because attitudes are contagious when you smile. I would love for you just to smile more. Hey, you know husbands and wives. They can sit there and all of a sudden they start smiling about something. It's like, what's you thinking about? What's you smiling about? Yeah, you want to know, don't you? Or you can sit there and be smiling about something. It's like, what are you getting tickled about? You can start to laugh and they'll go, what are you tickled about? Start smiling some more. Show the light of God. We have, if Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, what greater thing? What is needed in a lost and dying world is you. Is the light that you have to shine forth. Is to go forth and say, you know what? Employers are wanting you to come into work with a good attitude. It can change things. And you know what will happen? Favor will come upon your life. And you'll operate in that favor. And we want the favor of God. I want the favor of God. I want the favor of man. And and God will move on men's hearts with your attitude to give favor on your life. So throughout this year, 2007, we're going to be talking about attitude. Your attitude will determine your altitude. It determines how high you can go. It determines what you can accomplish. And I'm telling you, the lid is off, church. The lid is off. Some of you have been hitting a lid and hitting a lid and hitting a lid and can only go so high so far. God says, I'm taking the lid off today. And you can move forward with a good attitude. 
And it may be dark and it may be difficult and it may be me may be cold and dingy, but you can just say, hey, you know what? I see the light on the other side and I'm headed that way. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. I'm going on with God. And there's some things today that I want you to know that God's just wanting to, us to tweak our attitude. Well, we're going to have church today. Come on in with a great attitude and expecting God to move. I, ex- I come in. Listen, let me, let me share this with you. When we gather, we advance. Say that. When we gather, we advance. So every time we come together, guess what happens? We advance. We advance. We advance. We advance. So you're needed to gather. And that's what this is today. This is a gathering. Well, when we come together and we gather together, we advance. We started off with the prayer pods this year. What did you say that was for? Prayer of what? Discipline. Prayer on demand. Prayer of deliverance is what I was calling it. We started off with the prayer pods. When two or three are gathered, there I am in their midst. When we gather together, we advance. Does it matter? Well, you know what? I, I, went, I didn't go to church the other day and nobody called me. Don't think you weren't missed. Don't think you weren't missed. You were. Well, I don't know if they have any gifts or abilities, if I can do anything. Look, we're in an army. We, you can do some stuff. We need you. And when we gather together, you advance. Do you realize that? When we gather together, Jackie advances. When we gather together, Lloyd advances. When we gather together, Linda advances. Fred advances. Skylar advances. Shorty advances. Come on, somebody. Jatana advances. Terry advances. Denise advances. Richard advances. Jeremy advances. Do you see what I'm getting at? When we gather together, we advance. And it's important for us to gather together. We're going to advance this year. And we're going to advance with a good attitude. When Praise Revolution comes together, they advance. When Y10 Youth comes together, they advance. When the men's meeting come together and the ladies' meetings this afternoon come together, they advance. They advance. We advance. We advance the kingdom of God. And that's what it's about. Bringing light into a dark world and advancing the kingdom of God. I hope you don't mind us sharing this financial information with you. It's important. I want to have financial accountability. I want to let you kind of know what's going on, what we're looking at. We are advancing. God is growing us numerically, spiritually. I want to have a healthy congregation. I want to have a healthy church. I want to have a healthy gathering. And it's been healthy today, hasn't it? Burdens have been removed. Yokes have been destroyed. <laughs> Kids are praying for people. Wait till you go back to work tomorrow. And say, guess what? I had little Johnny pray for me. They said, what? In a church? You mean the preacher didn't do it? No, the kids prayed for us, man. It was really cool. Healings are going to take place. Deliverance take place. And the children shall lead us. Amen? One more thing before we, before we dismiss and let you get out of here. Some of you saw the, the, the DVD on bail. Last Sunday we showed it, and then we showed it to those that didn't see it on Wednesday night. 
There's going to be a teaching tonight. Dr. Jerry Mash, who is the head of Mission Native America. Many of you know Jerry Mash in Cuba. He's going to be at Gage tonight. So I talked to Pastor Curtis Torrance, and he told me about it. And he's going to be there at 5 o'clock. And I told him, I said, we got the ladies meeting, you know, from 4 to 6 or whatever. And, and you guys can come later if you want to come. But he's going to be there tonight from 5. And then they're going to break and then have a little finger foods. And then he's going to go back and teach another session. And he'll also be there tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. So if you want to go, if you want to go, I'm going to leave here. And I'll take the church van if you'd like to go. Some of you guys that... If your wife, your children are all right or taken care of or you don't have your children at home and you want to go, um, I'm going to leave here at the church probably about, um, how long does it take to get to Gage? 20 minutes, 30 minutes? Probably about 4, 4.30 I'll leave here with the van. And if you want to go, you guys can ride with me. And we'll stay and, and we're going to learn about bail. And then tomorrow night I'm not going to be able to go because I have a meeting at 6. We have a board meeting with Families Helping Families, but I'm going to be able to go later so we may, we may gather together. But anyways, I want this going to be a great teaching tonight. The other thing I want you to do is I want you to read Joshua chapter 6 and chapter 7. Some of us here today, we've talked about a Jericho offering. Achan stole some coveted things that belonged to the Lord. And the Lord spoke to me and said, Do we have some things in our lives that we are holding on to that belong to God? That you've kept, you've gotten uh, uh, dishonest. And that we were to have a Jericho offering. This is not easy to talk about. But is there some things in your home that you've got that were dedicated to the Lord and you probably got them dishonestly? I'm going to share with you, I shared with this with those of you that were here on Wednesday night. The Lord showed me 12 or 14 years ago, I'm not exactly sure the exact date, but I remember the exact time. I was a produce buyer and I would able I was able to direct trucks. In other words, I would decide whether they would get a load from California or I had influence on whether they would haul the freight from California to North Carolina. And I had a truck driver come in not a truck driver, truck owner. And we went out to lunch, which is not unusual. They said we could do that. And when he left, he left an envelope in my vehicle. And inside that envelope, I opened it up, and there was five $100 bills. I was born again. I knew that was wrong. But it's very easy to hear the voice of the enemy. You know what? You're a young guy. You're not making a whole lot of money. You've got kids. You've got needs. The babies need shoes. It's going to be okay. This guy's rich. He's wealthy. He's got plenty of money. And he's just giving you that. You know, kind of like a little blessing. How deceived. I knew it was wrong. But you know what I did? I took it. didn't belong to me you're right didn't belong to me and God began to start showing some things to me that sometimes even through inheritances 
We can be greedy about a piece of mom's furniture or dad's or grandma or grandpa or whatever. And it's a dishonest gain. So God is dealing with us on issues like that. And some of you came here prepared to give the Jericho offering. I've had people call me up and said, you know what, I got some furniture that, you know, I stole through whatever reason. And I said, ask the Lord. You know, you want to bring the furniture in? Great, bring it in. If you want to ask the Lord and the Lord says, you know what, you need to pay $100 for that piece of furniture, then you be obedient to whatever God says. I'm asking you to examine your life, where you are, where you're at, in the coveted thing from Achan. And when you read Joshua 6 and 7, see, they went into Jericho and they took all the plunder, but none of it belonged to them. It was all to be given to the Lord. But you'll find out that when they went into Ai, that the Lord said, hey, you can have this, you can have that, you can have all sorts of stuff. God gets his first. So I've repented about that issue. And right, I'm a born-again believer, I've repented, it's under the blood of Jesus Christ, right? It's gone, it's removed away as, as far as the east is from the west. But some of us have done the same thing, but we just can't get over it. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You just can't get over it. There's a hurdle there, and it keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. And you're thinking, wait a minute, I've repented. I've put it under the blood of Jesus. What is going on with it? I believe that is what God is looking at now. To say, you know what? You bring it. Give it to the Lord. Give it to the Lord for kingdom purposes. And it's going to disappear. It's going to disappear. So I'm asking you to read read that. Okay, Joshua 6 and 7. When we're, when we're, when we're dealing with Baal here. Controls Mammon, Jezebel. 1 Kings chapter 18, read that. The battle with Baal. That's what we're after here. We're, 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 we are going to, those of you can understand, we are going to divorce Baal. And we're going to remarry God. Come on. We're going to restore covenant with God. We're going to restore covenant with God. So if you've come here today and you have a Jericho offering, we're going to ask you just to bring it forth. And look, I don't want anybody looking at somebody that's bringing up a Jericho offering and go, man, they messed up. They have sinned. They have done some stuff. Look, but for the grace of God, you've done some stuff too. I've often told people that were in the prison, I said, the only difference between you and I is I got, you got caught and I didn't. Come on, somebody. The Bible says don't think of yourself more highly than you ought because pride will come in. And pride comes just before a fall. So we've all messed up. There's been some things that we've done. We have coveted other things. Yeah, that'd be great. We've coveted other things for this Sunday, next Sunday, I think during this time of prayer and fasting, this is all part of it. It's all part of a culmination of what God's wanting to do. So I'm going to ask you just to stand up. And if that's you here today, or maybe you could say, you know what? Maybe the Spirit of God speaking to you today and it says, you know what? You need to make this right. Look, if it's a jewelry, if it's a pair, a pair of earrings and you got to bring the earrings in, bring them in. That's all I'm saying. And somebody said, wait, what are you going to do with it, preacher? I have no idea. 
I have no idea what I'm going to do. But I can guarantee you this, it will go for kingdom purposes. It may go for the kingdom house. I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm like, God, what am I going to do? And I haven't heard anything yet. But I know this. I'm not going to be like Ananias and Sapphira. And in the New Testament, in Acts, they brought something forth to the apostles and laid it at their feet. And Peter says, is that what you got for the, for the, for the land? And they said, yeah, and they lied. They were dead and dragged out. This is serious. This is very serious. It's a very serious thing. But it's going to be a very freeing thing. I'm telling you, we are going to give the devil a black eye in this deal. And things are going to happen and things are going to change. And there's going to be a shifting in the heavenly realms. And God's going to do something. And it's up to you. Let me just pray for you. Father, I just thank you. Lord, for those that that have even come prepared today to give. And those that haven't, God, if there's anything in life, I pray that there's nothing in their life, God. That's my prayer, that they can, they have just, they're free of it all. That they're free of everything, God. But I know, Lord, that you said that you would loose the bonds of wickedness. Lord, that you would set the oppressed free. Lord, that's what we're praying, that's what we're fasting about. That's what we're, 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 we're giving of our time, our talents, our substance. God, I ask you to strengthen them. God, and I call forth a breaking, an unequally yoked, uh, a, a cutting off of those bonds, those chains, those fetters, silver cords, ley lines just to be cut off of people through this offering, God, as we come and give a Jericho offering this morning, as we come and give to you In Jesus' name. And the church said, Amen. Look, God's already ministered. You're dismissed. You can go home. Those of you that want to come and give a